Greetings. Have we got a cracking show for you this month? Eliza Carth is joining us to reflect on her astonishing 30-year career as a professional musician. Lucy Shields has news of the many Christmas shows that are touring at the moment. And I'll be talking to the chief executive of the charity Health Musicians about the unique list of challenges that musicians are facing as 2022 draws to a close. There's also music from the Albion Christmas Band, Bird Ellen, Magpie Ark, the Merry Wallopers and Lady Masery. But let's kick off with a song from Janice Burns and John Doran. Janice is from Glasgow and John from Gloucester and their album No More The Green Hills has entered the chart at number 31. They recorded it in the Scottish Highlands, as you might see in the video for this track, The Corncrake. Here's the first chart countdown at 40, Energy Islands from Farah. At 39, Josie N. Clark's beautiful cover versions in Now and Then. At 38, Afterlight by Afterlight. At 37, Dawn from Talisk. At 36, Catherine Finch and Seku Keita bring us Echo. At 35, Night Drives from Catherine Williams. At 34, Henke from Richard Dawson and Circle. And that's not the last time we'll hear from Richard. At 33, Christy Moore is flying into mystery. At 32, Ye Vagabonds and Nine Waves. And at 31, Janice Burns and John Doran and No More the Green Hills. 
But we're going to leap ahead in the chart now and get into the festive spirit with the Albion Christmas Band. This band features four of the biggest names in English folk rock, Kelly Weil, Simon Kerr, Simon Nicholl and Ashley Hutchings, with guest appearances from Blair Dunlop, Holly Brandon and Ruth Angel. They've been on tour and we're grateful to Simon Nicholl's partner Debs Earl for capturing their performance on her smartphone. If a tinker were my train, would you still find me carrying the pots I've made, following behind me? Save my love through loneliness, save my love through sorrow. Don't give me your loneliness, I'll give you my tomorrow. If I worked my hands in wood, would you still love me? Answer me, babe, yes I would. I'll put you above me. And if never were my dream, and a mill wheel binding, would you miss your colored blouse and your soft shoes shining? Save my Save my love to sorrow. I give you my illness. Don't give me your tomorrow. The Albion Christmas Band with Carpenter from their album All Are Safely Gathered In, new at number 24 in this month's chart. And if that's put you in a festive and generous mood, spare a thought for the musicians who are struggling this Christmas. I've been talking to James Ainscoe, chief executive of the charity Help Musicians. Of course, Folk on Foot listeners and viewers raised an astonishing £160,000 plus for the charity during the Front Room Festivals. So I first asked James to tell us how they spent that money. 
Thanks so much for having me here, Matthew. Uh, may I start actually just by thanking the whole Folk on Folk community for that extraordinary fundraising effort. We used the money to offer financial support for musicians who were struggling because they were unable to work. And the point there is it wasn't just about financial support. It was about, about sending a message to the musician community that we cared about them, that we knew they were struggling, and we wanted them to make it through and carry on making the music that we all love. And so the money did good in their pockets, but actually did a huge amount of good in their hearts and souls. I'm really, really grateful for everything the Folk on Folk community did. In total, we raised almost 20 million pounds and passed it out to about 20,000 freelance musicians right across the UK. And it was utterly vital support. So now that the pandemic lockdowns are over and people can go out and tour again and albums are being released, are things better for musicians than they were before? Well, it's certainly better in the sense that they can make music again. They can connect with audiences and they can collaborate with each other. And just for their own well-being and their own sense of identity, that's really positive. But what we're also seeing is that the number of issues that musicians face as they try and rebuild their career has never been greater. So obviously we know that most musicians are low-paid freelancers. They're coming out of the pandemic with no financial reserves, so they're running on fumes. They have to rebuild their career. They can't just return to work like many of us can. They're still under threat of illness if they get COVID, gigs are cancelled. Audiences are not where they left them pre-pandemic. Many are working from home now. Brexit's put up barriers to touring. There are shortages of equipment, personnel, and even venues. And the cost of living crisis, which affects us all, is actually a cost of working crisis for musicians. The cost of getting to gigs and the cost of heating one room in your flat so you can practice. So all these things added together create a strain and a burden on musicians, which I think is unprecedented. What we're seeing is that many are losing hope in their ability to make a career in music. In a recent survey we did, eight out of 10 said they're earning less from music than they were pre-pandemic. 98% said they were concerned about being able to pay their basic bills. And 49% said they were very or extremely concerned they will be forced to leave the music industry for good. And even at the height of the pandemic, when we asked that question, it only got a 25% response. Now it's 49%. So musicians are looking ahead and feeling pretty hopeless about the challenges they face if they're to rebuild their careers and, and carry on working as musicians. And at Help Musicians, we wanna make sure that they feel encouraged and enabled to keep building and keep going as musicians because that's what we all want them to do. We want that music out there. So what is it that you're doing to help? So we've launched a, a raft of supports to get musicians through the next six months to sustain them in their careers. There's obviously financial support for those who are already in crisis. There's financial and debt management advice to help musicians avoid crisis. There's mental health support for those who are struggling and also support on other health and welfare issues. And the thing I'm most excited about it is, is um, we're ramping up the support we give musicians to actually help them build careers. So in order to help them uh, put on tours, to help them create and record music, and also giving them lots of business advice sessions so they can work out all the possible ways to earn a living from their art. And we think across that raft of, of help, we think we can sustain musicians through these next challenging months. And hopefully they can come out the other side, ready to make even more music for us. And presumably at this time, when we are thinking about giving this time of year, you would like people to donate money to your charity to help in your work. How can they do that? But it would be a great Christmas gift to the musicians you love to make a, a, even just a small donation to us at Help Musicians so we can sustain them through the winter. We're thankful in that all our admin costs are covered, so every penny that people donate goes straight to our frontline work. Anybody who wants to make a donation can go to our website, which is helpmusicians.org.uk, and there's a very obvious button to press there and make a donation. Every single penny counts. And at the moment, we're still using our reserves in order to support musicians. And so we need every penny we can get in order to deliver the support that's needed. James, it's a joy to speak to you as always, even though you paint such a, a, a difficult picture. Thank you very much. We support your work and we hope others will follow and have a wonderful Christmas. Thank you so much, Matthew. Happy Christmas to you too. Still to come, an interview with Eliza Carthy and seven amazing new entries. But back at the chart, at 30, Still As You're Sleeping, from Kareem Polwart and Dave Milligan. At 29, Hamish Hawke and Heavy Elevator. At 28, Read the Sky by Oyster Band. At 27, Catherine Priddy's The Eternal Rocks Beneath. At 26, Elephant Sessions and For the Night. At 25, The Levelers present The Lockdown Sessions. At 24, the Albion Christmas Band and All Are Safely Gathered In. 
At 23, Grace Petrie's Connectivity. At 22, Spell Songs with Spell Songs 2, Let the Light In. And at 21, Dan Whitehouse's splendid tribute to the glassmaking industry, Voices from the Cones. New at number 17 in this month's chart is A Tarot of the Greenwood, the third studio album from the innovative duo Bird Ellen, otherwise known as Debbie Armour and Gail Brogan. Debbie's a long-time lover and collector of tarot, and the pair set out to develop an album exploring the links between divination and traditional song. This track is The Hermit. Thank you. 
How atmospheric was that? Amazing stuff from Bird Ellen. Continuing the countdown. At 20, Seth Lakeman and Make Your Mark. At 19, Bellowhead and Reassembled. Wasn't their tour astonishing? At 18, Rachel Dad and Kaleidoscope. At 17, Bird Ellen entered the chart with a tarot of the Greenwood. At 16, Ferocious Dog and The Hope. At 15, Birds That Flew and Ships That Sailed by Passenger. At 14, The Sea Song Sessions from John Bowden, Seth Lakeman, Ben Nichols, Emily Portman and Jack Rutter. Don't miss their episode of Folk on Foot on a tall ship. At 13, Smoke and Oakham from The Longest Johns. At 12, Kate Rusby is still celebrating 30 happy returns. And at 11, Angeline Morrison's The Sorrow Songs. And just two places higher than that is another new entry from another folk supergroup. Magpie Ark features Nancy Kerr, Martin Simpson, Findlay Napier, Alex Hunter and Tom Wright rocking out in a style that might remind you of the 1970s. Here they are with Don't Leave the Door Open. stuff. Magpie Ark with Don't Leave the Door Open from their album Glamour in the Grey, new in the chart at number nine. But let's pause the music now and get news of the live shows that are spreading the festive spirit up and down the land. Here's Lucy Shields from the Folk Forecast. And Lucy, shall we start with the in-person gigs? Yes, that sounds good. Um, So obviously as Christmas is approaching, we've got lots of our festive favourites coming up. Bella Hardy's heading out on a Christmas tour. From the 7th of December, she's going to be heading out to Liverpool, Bury, 
Barton-upon-Humber, Sheffield and lots more places. So it's going to be really great to see Bella again. Then also Cara Dillon is heading out. She's doing her Upon a Winter's Night tour. She does such a beautiful Christmas show, um, one of my favourite things. So she's going to be going to Milton Keynes, Worcester, Bristol, Basingstoke, Sunderland and lots more. And then, of course, it wouldn't really be Christmas without Kate Rusby. She's going to be heading to Bath, Birmingham, Liverpool, Union Chapel in London, which will be stunning venue for her show. Bradford, Sage Gateshead, Croydon, Nottingham, lots more. So keep an eye on her website for all of those dates. Then there's the Albion Christmas Band, who've just released a new album, um, which I believe may be in the chart. They're going to be going to Barton-upon-Humber, Otley, Settle, Worcester, Cecil Sharp House in London, Milton Keynes and loads more places. So you can catch them playing that live. Then Awake Arise, one of my favourite Christmas shows featuring Lady Masery, alongside Jimmy Aldridge and Kit Hawes, who's stepping in for Sid Goldsmith, who's currently in America touring there, which is really exciting. But that's an absolutely beautiful show. One of my absolute favourite Christmas shows. And they're going to Bournemouth, Liverpool, London. Chesterfield, Cambridge, Nottingham, and lots more places where you can catch them. Then another sort of folk supergroup is A Winter Union. That's Gilmore and Roberts, Hannah Sanders and Ben Savage, and Jade Rhiannon from The Willows. You can catch them in Bristol, Bath, Cambridge, Sheffield, Seven Oaks, Woodbridge, and a few more places as well. Then John Kirkpatrick's got his Caroling and Crumpets show, um, always really popular. He's going to be going to Hampshire, Burton-on-Trent, Corsham, Bristol, lots more. And Magpie Lane, their Christmas album's really, really popular. And you can see them play that live in Loughborough, Stony Stratford, Baston in Lincolnshire, where I went a lot when I was growing up, and a few more places. And then there's a special event called To Sup at the Queen's. That's at Queen's Hall in Edinburgh. And they've got Martin and Eliza Carthy, Ronan Oshnodder from Keeler, and Miles O'Reilly and Iona Fife as well. So that's going to be great. So there's absolutely loads of gigs coming up. And no excuse for not getting into the Christmas spirit at one of those gigs. What about online? Has the Christmas spirit infected that too? It certainly has. Um, so over at Live Tea Living Room, we've got a jam-packed schedule of gigs. So we've got um, the Furrow Collective, which of course is Lucy Farrell, Rachel Newton, Emily Portman and Alistair Roberts. They've got a hybrid gig live at Sam's in Sheffield on the 10th of December as they launch their new festive album, which I'll tell you about in a moment. Also, we've got Green Matthews Midwinter Revels. So that's sort of exploring Christmas music through the years. And they always have a weird and wonderful selection of instruments to show us as well. Jackie Oates and John Spires on the 16th. That's a hybrid with Down End Folk and Roots in Bristol. And then finally, Corrine Polwart on the 21st of December is doing a special gig for Live to Your Living Room, which is a chance to enjoy a cosy, intimate gig with Corrine. And she'll be joining us from near Pathhead, which will be familiar to your listeners as well if they've caught that episode of Folk on Foot. Then Rosslyn Court in Margate, they've got a couple of gigs coming up as well. They live stream lots of their gigs these days. They've got Martin Carthy on the 8th of December and Tim Eady on the 18th. They put them out on YouTube, so you can also watch them later on as well. What about album releases? Perhaps a bit quieter in in the month of December, is it? A little bit, yes, but there are a few good things coming out um, nevertheless. So we've got Shovel Dance Collective have released, uh, they're going to be releasing The Water is the Shovel of the Shore. It's an album that's all themed around water, including traditional songs, folk tunes, and also some field recordings which they've kind of woven together and they've sort of described it as sound collages. So it's really interesting that they've had a bit of a theme there. Then the Furrow Collective, as I said, they've released The Longest Night. Uh, so that's a collection of carols and winter songs with quite an interesting story behind it because um, they they actually recorded it at, at Halsey Manor, the National Centre for Folk Arts, which is one of my favourite places. So it was the first time they'd been together for over two years um, and they were exploring the library there and their producer, Andy Bell, actually recorded it there at Halsey Manor. So it's it's got a lovely origin story, that album as well, which is really nice. Um, and they're on tour as well. They're going to King's Place, Oxford, and then a, a live stream for Live to Your Living Room as well, as I mentioned before. And then another one that's nice to mention is that Bryony Griffith and Alice Jones have released a seasonal charity single called Early Pearly. So it's a traditional Yorkshire song about children going from door to door to beg for money in the winter. And they're actually, they've released it to raise money for homelessness charities in Yorkshire. 
And with so many families struggling, um, I think it's obviously a big worry for a lot of people at the moment. So Bryony and Alice are going to be raising money if they can for homelessness charities through that single. Very good cause. Well, well worth supporting. Um, Lucy, as always, it's great to see you. I just want to say thank you for a, a great year on the chart show and to wish you uh, a very happy and a very musical Christmas. I'm sure it will be. Um, and the same to you. Hope you have a wonderful Christmas. So we're counting down the top 10 now with five new entries still to come. And at 10 is Sam Sweeney and Escape That. At 9, Magpie Arc with Glamour in the Grey. And at 8, the Mary Wallopers, an Irish band that really reached a new audience during the lockdown when they built a bar in their front room and launched a series of online gigs which reached thousands of people. You'll get the spirit of it when you hear this track, Frost is All Over. What would I do? Well, I fell in again. What did you do with the cow and a clover? What would I do? Well, I sat and dragged the pigs, the dog and the and the roast. And Kitty lie over close for the wall. Get to be drunk and me to be sober. Kitty lie over close for the wall. Soldier, what would I do? Will I follow his gun? What would you do if he died in the ocean? What would I do? Will I marry again? The places are dog and the herons are roasting. Can he lie over close by the wall? How would you like to marry a soldier? Can he lie over close by the wall? The Mary Wallopers, their self-titled album, is a new entry in the chart at number eight. At seven, another new entry from Ireland, this time from Aoife Nessa Francis with her album Protector. Hell, 
And our new episode of Folk on Foot is also set in the Irish Republic. It's a seasonal treat as we set off in the company of the wonderful singer Catriona O'Leary to discover the story behind the Wexford Carols. Here's a taster. There were three wise men from afar Directed by a glorious star Came boldly on and made no stay Until they came where Jesus lay And when they came unto that place And looked with love on Jesus' face In faith they humbly knelt to greet With gifts of gold and incense there was a historian called Grattan Flood and he collected a couple of carols including the Enniscorthy Christmas Carol sometimes known as the Wexford Carol clearly in the oral tradition and submitted them to the Oxford Book of Carols in 1928 and so it got published out into the world and became really quite famous And as Day by day, in faith and hope, whatever before, we'll wait in peace, his holy call. That's the beautiful Wexford Carols with Catriona O'Leary, the new episode of Folk on Foot, out on Friday, December the 16th. Your Christmas won't be the same if you miss it. Another new entry in the chart this month at number six is the life force that is Eliza Carthy. She's celebrating her astonishing 30-year career as a musician with the new album Queen of the World. She's on tour at the moment, so when I called her up, I asked where she'd got to. Uh, I'm in Chipping Norton in Oxfordshire in a very, very nicely appointed room. I think that's where the mayor sits. You should have been sitting in the throne. (laughs) Honestly, I did consider it. (laughs) So, Eliza, you're celebrating 30 years as a musician. When did you start the 30 years from? Because, you know, it must have been difficult to decide when it actually began. (laughs) Um, I started it from when I turned professional, which was March 1992. So, yeah, because I had been gigging before then with with my parents, with my mum, um, and Lal and Mary as the Water Daughters. And Waters and Carthy hadn't really formed by that point. So I, it's basically when I had a, a Thanksgiving tour booked that year, 1992, and I was flunking my exams, basically, because I'd been ill. And, uh, and I just thought, oh, I'll just take a year out. I'll just do this tour. I'll take a year out, and then I'll go back, you know. And uh, 30 years later, here we are. So when it came to putting together this album to celebrate those 30 years, how did you choose the tracks? Well, I, I sat down and I, uh, and I used a search engine to start with. <laughs> I went on to the uh, mainly Norfolk site, which is just amazing for knowing what you've been up to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went to, I went to mainly Norfolk and I put in Eliza Carthy songs and I thought, oh, this is going to be easy. And I, uh, I put it in and I went, oh, <laughs> That's why I'm so tired. And, <laughs> and then I just thought, there's no way I can do this. There's no way I can choose. So I'm very lucky that in the, the, the past few years, I've developed a really solid following on Twitter. And we talk all the time. It's a really nice way to keep in touch with the fans and everything. So I made a Twitter poll. I gave them the list and I went, on you go. Actually, I didn't give them the list. I just said on you go and some things came back that we'd just recently done you know that that Wayward had just recently done for instance so we had to get rid of some of those but but yeah the choices were really delightful and it's been so great playing them again on the road it's just been fab. Were there any that really surprised you that that came up? Yeah yeah there really were I mean I was very gratified to see my own songs in there because you know I, I tend to think of of my songwriting as a little bit of a poor cousin to the to the traditional music, you know. Um, so I was very pleased to see some of my songs in there. And then there were things like My Father's Mansion, for instance, which I originally 
I didn't sing. <laughs> and I thought, are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> you think of all of the lozenges I could have saved if I just didn't sing at all. But um, yeah, my father's mansion sort of represented the very first time that I worked with Billy Bragg, just one-on-one. It was originally on a compilation called Where Have All the Flowers Gone, which was a celebration of Pete Seeger and Pete Seeger's work. And Billy sang the song and I did a, a, a little string arrangement for it. So when that appeared in the list, I was like, this is great. And I think the, the song is, is very, very, as, as so many of Pete Seeger's songs are, the song is very, very relevant to discussions around diversity and shared spaces and safe spaces for all genders, for instance. And I, um, it felt like the right time to sing that song because it's, I mean, it's a hell of a song. I just wanted to ask you, when you're looking back over the 30 years, if it's possible to pick out highlights, are there other things that you look back and you think, wow, I never expected that to happen, or I never expected to work with X or Y? Oh, my goodness. There are so many moments like that for me. I've been so lucky over the years to work with the most incredible people. Working with African musicians in Ghana was a wonderful experience. And then working with people like Bill Frizzell, for instance, and heroes like Labotine Souriant. When I worked with them for the Mighty River Project, the, the 2012 Olympics, that was a dream come true for me, working with Sandy Silver and Benoit Burke and people like that, and some of the original members of Labotine as well. Um, I adore, I adore them. <laughs> and then there's you know there's the superstars too working with superstars is always is always great but equally just just getting to perform with I don't know people like Louisa Killen and um getting to sit at Walter Pardon's knee when I was a child I mean I don't think I appreciated at the time just how much I was going to look back on that experience and realize how lucky I was to be that close to, to real traditional singers, Packy Byrne, you know, Fred Jordan. So, yeah, it, it, it's been, it has been the most beautiful ride, singing with Keris Matthews for Bill Clinton, you know. So the weirdest things like that, meeting Tilda Swinton in a lift and going, wow, you're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a wonderful, wonderful life. It's, it's been amazing, amazing, isn't it? I just wonder if, you, as you look back also, obviously you miss people and, and you must be missing your mum at the moment and Lal, for example. Do, do you hear echoes of her voice in some of the songs as you sing them? I do. I really do. We're, we're, singing, uh, we're singing a couple of things at the moment that are really, really hitting quite hard. Um, on the last album, my last songwriting album, Through That Sound, My Secret Was Made Known, I finally released a song called The Black Queen, which is all about Lal's death and mentions my mum as well. We've been performing that one on the road and I, I'm just surrounded. I'm surrounded by both of them and, you know, by memories of, of growing up and all of that. And of course, yeah, this is the first time people have really seen me since mum died. So... Um, I'm getting a lot of people coming up to me and telling me how I remind them physically of her and, and that kind of thing as well. So it's quite confronting, but it's also it's also very comforting just to, to know how much she was loved and regarded. You know, I, it's my job to look after my dad now. I'm wrapping that guy up in cotton wool, I tell you. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Please do that on behalf of all of us. Um, but when, when you sing Good Morning, Mr Walker, which we're going to see now, and the video is absolutely wonderful, because <laughs> uh, it's got the, apparently, uh, the puppets look exactly like the Muppets to me, um, and there are all sorts of guest appearances in there. When, when you sing that, that must fill you with joy. It's a song you, your mum sang as well, isn't it? Well, she didn't sing it. She came home from Montserrat with the most incredible uh, Calypso record collection. And uh, so she never actually sang that song, but she she passed it to us, to the Kings of Calicut, um, in order to sing it. She was a, a DJ in, on Radio Antilles for four years, as, as you know. And her taste in music really informs my taste and always has done. She had the most brilliantly Catholic taste in the best sense. You know, she just loved good music and good party music in particular. So when we decided to do it again and when we, when we decided to 
to run the competition that we ran for the fans to to join in and put their own little videos in there. If you watch the video, there's all kinds of that you know people from 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 the Twitter fans that have uh, that just absolutely threw their all into it. It's just fantastic. And when we put that out, Sparrow's band leader Lane Steinberg got in touch with me on Instagram and said, "Hello, I'm Mighty Sparrow's band leader. Would you like to meet him?" And I said. Oh my God. He said, he said, you know, all these years, I mean, cause it's, it's literally, it's, it's been 25 years that we've been singing that song. And Sparrow apparently knew about it from the very, very beginning. It was this weird little Yorkshire lass singing, singing, singing Good Morning, Mr. Walker. And apparently it's his favorite cover, it's his favorite version. And so I, I was taking the kids, <laughs> I was taking the kids to McDonald's I was in the van I don't normally take my children to McDonald's by the way but um yeah I was but they nagged me they nagged me they forced me <laughs> um, I was sit, sitting in the van and the phone rings and it was it was a video call and I was like oh okay so we were just in the car park you know they were eating their whatever and, and I, I turned I, I pressed the button and there was the slinger just sat there with, uh, with a, a glass of rum in his hand in Grenada on his birthday. And Lane said, Slinger, this is Eliza Carfee. Eliza Carfee, this is Slinger Francisco. Um, here you go, meet at last. <laughs> <laughs> so blown away, honestly. It was one of the most, I just wish that my mom had been alive to see that because oh, I was just so proud and so nervous. I called him Sir, <laughs> I was like, I was just completely overwhelmed. Just, what did he say to you? Oh, he just he just said that he just said he really liked the song and that he yeah and that he was happy to meet me and everything. And I, to be honest, I did most of the talking. I was just I, I was so yeah, as I say, overwhelmed. I think I babbled, but I just told him, I just told him thank you and I told him that Mum was a huge fan and that he was a hero of ours and our family. Um, and, and that's it. It was a it was a lovely five minute experience that I will never ever forget. Well, it's a life full of unforgettable experiences, Eliza, and I'm sure there are many many more to come. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Uh, it's a great cue to play. Good morning, Mr. Walker. This is Wallace T. Yeti. I'm not angry. There are just no other accents left. And this is the Eliza Carthy Show with special guests, Eliza Cathy and friends. I'm going to wave now, because I can.
enjoyed it. Be off with you now, but before you do, I'm going to wave because I can. Well, if that doesn't cheer you up, nothing will. Good morning, Mr. Walker, from Eliza Carthy and all her friends. A track from Queen of the World, new at number six in the chart this month. For all our days that tear the heart. At five, Jesse Buckley and Bernard Butler with For All Our Days That Tear the Heart. At four, the unthanks and sorrows away. And then at three, another new entry from the delightful Lady Masery. Hannah James, Hazel Askew and Rowan Reingans have headed off in a new direction for their sixth studio album. Instead of the traditional repertoire they're known for, they've covered music by Björk, Tracy Chapman and the late Lal Waterson. And they've written a number of new songs of their own. This track is Bird I Do Not Know.
Lady Masery, new in the chart at number three with their album Tender. When I began to tell, it became the hardest thing I ever said out loud. At two, Marcus Mumford and self-titled, which means we have a brand new number one, and it comes from Richard Dawson. He's always stretching musical boundaries. His new album is the third in a trilogy he began in 2017. The first album, Peasant, covered the Middle Ages. The second, 2020, focused on the 21st century. And this latest one, The Ruby Chord, looks 500 years into the future, imagining a dystopian world where the norms of society have collapsed. Here's a track from the album, Horse and Rider.
most intriguing. Richard Dawson, new at number one with the ruby cord. Well, that's all for this month and indeed for this year. Don't forget our Wexford Carols episode on the 16th of December and please do consider making a donation to the charity Help Musicians. The other really good way, by the way, to support musicians is to buy their physical albums and merch or to get tickets for one of their gigs. And everyone loves to get music in their Christmas stockings. Thanks to the Folk on Foot team and to English Folk Expo who licensed the chart to us. Above all, thanks to you for supporting the music and musicians we all love. Have a very happy, peaceful and musical Christmas. Christmas.